0: This is Jess and
1: Diane, and welcome to Millennials Millennials in a Box. Box, a podcast about life, love, and the general madness that is existence.
0: While trapping ourselves in a box, aka our recording booth, we discuss a myriad of suggested topics and share how being a millennial may impact and inform our views.
1: Enjoy the show. Yes, please enjoy. Everyday I'm
0: bubbling.
1: Hi, it's us. We're okay. I
0: bet you thought you were in a different podcast, but no, you are in Millennials in a Box, not The Little Mermaid Chronicles, because it goes blub 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 blub. Yeah. That's exactly how The Little Mermaid goes. My childhood She does. Lovely. Yes, hello. And it, she's
1: a hoarder. Sorry,
0: continue. <laughs> I'm trying to greet the people.
1: Greet the wonderful humans.
0: Humanslash human. Could be just one person listening. It could
1: be. Hi, person listening. Hi. We love you. Thank You're you so much awesome. for your support. Oh my gosh, you we look, have space you so for you in the closet.
0: Dang. Dang. Cool. On fire. What's yes. your
1: number? Can't have your number. Can't Can have, have it. it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, but this is Jess.
1: And Diane. And, and today. We are in the box. We are in the box. And, and we are going to have a conversation about <laughs> <laughs> social media. Oh, yes. Social media. Social
0: media. I think that was the full comment. It was social media and, oh, external validation. Oh. Yeah. we go going deep on this one. Yeah. Get your scalpels out, we're everybody. We're going to double this up. Double okay. down. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Where do we start? Why don't would you, you start? like me
1: to start? I would Jess. like you to
0: start. Jess has uncomfortability with social media, so she needs a little umph from her bestie to, to, to help get us into this yeah, topic. Yeah, to
1: help flick you into the <laughs> abyss. Into <you> the <laughs> abyss? Ah, ah! Social media! No! Um, so, for me, social media has been helpful to stay in touch. With people who live overseas mm. from me, so I have predominantly used it for that and sending like, "Oh hey, how you doing? Happy yeah. birthday! Tell your family hi." Blah blah, blah 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 blah, and doing that, but not being on it constantly. Mm-hmm. And then COVID hit. I was at home and was just working on music because that felt safe in such a terrible, tumultuous time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the more I was making music, the more I was thinking, oh, maybe I'm ready ready to share my music. But how do I do that, Jess? How am I going to share my music? And then, oh, the internet. The internet, social media, I can use this. And I had to learn how to do the marketing side of Wanting to just make music and pursue my passion. And it was eye opening to see the good that can come out of it, where you can put something out there and meet different people and people who enjoy what you're doing or enjoy having conversations that you're having and being a part of that. Um, That was really great. I got to link up with a lot of different creative people that I never would have just. Met just walking down the street, mm-hmm. so that was really amazing that you can connect in such a quick, easy way, mm-hmm. and you know find find your tribe as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was also finding, man, this takes a lot out of me. It's like mm. to be on the phone or to be on the laptop for the purpose of just being on the platform and being. Present and being consistent, that is a lot. And there would be times I would be really good with it, really consistent, and then I just get, I'm done. I can't, I can't keep like (laughs) commenting and liking. I can't keep doing it. I need a break. I need a break because it doesn't feel natural Mm -hmm. to me. And then I take a really long break, but then I'd still be doing music. But then it's like, oh, you're only playing to the trees and the cat and the dog. That's great. And I do always love that. But then You're also working on how to move things forward. So then I would just keep doing that loop of social media usage. So it it has its good things to it 100%, but you definitely have to learn how to use it in a way that it doesn't mess you up. So you're too focused on getting those comments and things,
0: but also seeing it as a good tool. You're such a balanced viewpoint. I was just going to say, I don't like social media. Oh. <laughs> Mine was just a I, summary right I now. Didn't, I don't like You didn't it.
1: give me that pre-script.
0: That, <laughs> that pre-script. Just... I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, I do. I do like it. Like, when you describe it the way that you describe it, it's like, yeah. I like it for those reasons, too. But there's just such a there's such a side of it that sucks up life and sucks up joy and sucks up just confidence they're they're yeah so it's like some days i hate social media and absolutely despise it despise it and wish it didn't really exist and then there's other times where i'm appreciating other people's artwork i'm appreciating other people's you know positivity they're they're you know i just yeah i i so i Mm flip-flop the majority of the time i don't really like it i i would prefer human connection um but i also think it's because i had such a negative experience with it when it came out I mean we're millennials so Social media came out around the time that we were You know just about getting out of High school and yes, I think Facebook kind of came around mm-hmm. Around the time that I graduated high school And
1: Oh my god same super
0: weird <laughs> But So yeah when I went To college I had it and I don't know it just kind of sucked up so much of my confidence. Ah, oh. it, it really did. It wasn't just a connecting tool. It was a showcasing tool. It was a uh, validation tool. It really was for, you know, am I good enough? You know, look hmm. at this picture of me. How many likes did I get? How many comments did I get? Like comparing to other people because you have that stupid feed that has like, Stupid that has everybody else's, you know, most like photos popping up mm-hmm. and, you know, living their best life. And they have these, you know, gorgeous pictures on vacation and, you know, they got a new car and they they're just living their best life and everything's wonderful for them. And especially as we got older, even having Facebook, uh, you know, I'm a millennial, so I stuck with Facebook for a while. But like. As they get older, they're making those milestones that you're not making. That 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 is just bombarding you with all of these, you know, anticipated successes that I that you're not making. Ah. <laughs> so it's like those things that you were expected to have, that so you don't you just have. Felt all that I, I pressure. I felt it. I felt it bombarding me. I ended uh-huh. up getting rid of Facebook when I joined the military because it was just. I just couldn't handle it anymore. I kept the I kept the messaging app just so I could talk to you cuz there is that connecting aspect of it yeah. and I do I do honestly believe in that. But yeah, it was just it was too much to kind of see that because you know that's not the, everyone's real life. You you know it's not. But when it's thrown at you constantly and all you see are the good parts of somebody else's life and the successes of somebody else's life and you're in such a negative state of like All this shit is happening to me and everything went so wrong that now I have to join the military because I can't even get hired at the mattress store. Like, there's just, there's a level of unhealthy Mm -hmm. correlation to it. So, yeah. I I I, understand. I had more of a, not a traumatic, but just more of a negative experience with social media during that time frame that I I just, it sticks with me when I go back to it now. Okay. And I don't really intend to use it. I know it's used for marketing and it is great because, you know, I have accounts and it's sort of, I do love seeing artists and I do love seeing people express themselves. I love the funny videos, every freaking cat video that I get sent. Like, I, I love the creativity and the sharing of this stuff. Mm-hmm. But I do think that it cannot replace intimate connection in person
1: 100 percent. i feel you 110 uh, 116 mm-hmm. and that's my final offer <laughs> i'll take it um i do understand that i think reflecting back to when i was in college and using social media it was a part of what like the friend group i was in was mm-hmm. doing and it would be like, we'd be in the room together. This is, <laughs> now it sounds funny saying it out loud. We'd be in, to, in the room together, like four or five of us, and posting pictures or making comments or teasing someone. But it's like, we're in the room. Like, we're still socializing mm-hmm. with each other. And it was just a, another level of our friendship and the fun we had. And usually every yeah every break, I would fly back to Eswatini. So then I would have this chunk of time where I wasn't with my friends. Mm. So then, like, commenting, making silly comments on our pictures and stuff like that was still keeping the rhythm of the friendship going Mm -hmm. over those weeks when we weren't physically together. Social media is amazing for long-distance friendships. Yeah. So it's helpful for that, but it's also... Not the same because it's quite easy to go, oh, well, actually, I haven't been in person with you for X amount of years. Mm -hmm. Do I still prioritize this as like an important friendship? Because now we haven't had so Mm. much of that in-person time and you sort of have to balance that out.
0: Yeah.
1: And things change. and Things do change. You move on and people's lives go in different directions and you can... See the directions people's lives are going, and that can, oh yeah, be tough. And when I was oh, yeah. sort of stuck at home for a little bit after college, it was hard for me to see other people, like kind of these milestones in life. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not even, I'm not even close. I haven't even like worked yeah. on my career lost, and established that. And and yeah, it is, it is hard. And it, I think after college in general, no matter what you end up doing or what your life ends up looking like, like, it's still tough because you're Mm -hmm. still adjusting, you're still growing up, Mm -hmm. your brain is still forming, so it's just, it is a tough time. It is always going to be some level of pressure seeing other people Mm -hmm. do things
0: that don't look like the way your life is. I think there's a level of um because you know we were millennials this this stuff kind of appeared around the time that we were in high school and college that we were we were kind of almost the guinea pigs of this type of social media, the extreme sharing of our entire lives with each other. so I think there is a an honest like i' i don't want to say brain chemical thing, but but there's a maturity level, I think that needs to be attained before really being able to use social media to its most healthy mm-hmm. <laughs> type of benefit, um, just because for developing brains, <laughs> developing kids, like when you're in that insecurity, just zone, not you know, college was insecure for me too, and I'm not saying just like you know preteens and puberty era I'm talking about those early stages of life where you're just trying to figure out who you are that constant pressure of not meeting up to a certain standard being thrown at you constantly is really detrimental
1: it is and I am will always be so 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 grateful that I didn't need to grow up as a kid with all of yeah. this social media oh and my that gosh my fun time was going outside climbing trees and
0: eating dirt yeah until like 16 <laughs> i i'm actually like concerned for having kids in the future you know i'm sure there are many millennials out there that have kids right now and they're and they're raising them like i have friends that have kids that it's sort of some of them go two different directions with it some of them will be just like absolutely not like they don't put them in front of TVs they don't really you know mhm have them have their own iPads and stuff, and then other ones have their fucking kids having cell phones when they're super young. So it's just sort of, it's... It's tough because now even schools are
1: now, I mean, if your kid doesn't have a tablet...
0: Yeah, yeah, especially after COVID. Yeah. Like, you needed that stuff to, to basically go to school. So, yeah, but but the... The it's social balance. media side of it, like, that's the technology side is that's, that's I think, a more difficult conversation. But with social mm-hmm. media in and of itself, I think it is difficult to really, you know, use it well and use it to the point that it's not going to be detrimental to your mental health until you reach a certain level of your life. You know, I don't know if that's a maturity level. I don't know if that's a, you know, age, like... Because I think there are people who mature quicker, there are people who adjust quicker. It should just be more women. There are more more confident people out there. Like, you know, I had insecurities well into my twenties and I'm sure there were extremely confident people who didn't need that type of uh, assurance that they're okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) and who weren't comparing themselves to other because they didn't to others because they didn't give a shit. So it's Yeah, I feel like it's hard to designate exactly when you should be using social media and when you shouldn't be. But if it is kind of draining and numbing after you see it, I think that's when you need to kind of take a step back and be like, is this beneficial to me as much as I think it is? Am I looking at the things that I think are going to help me grow as a person? Or is it just making me feel like I'm stuck and it's not making me feel good about myself?
1: Yeah, or are you using it just to have a distraction in your life?
0: To numb, to numb yourself from your life. And, yeah, and and I think that is detrimental to the real-life connections because you spend so much time on it, so it just distracts you from being able to make connections. I think social media is honestly making a lot of people socially inept. (laughs) We don't know how to converse with each other uh, without a screen in between us.
1: Or a microphone,
0: or a microphone, <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah, it's so, a tricky, yeah. tricky. But there's so thing. much good with it. There yeah. is so much
0: good with it. There's and
1: I can, I can see how it helps me because I can be quite reserved. So something like, oh, I need to use social media, is quite helpful. And then I can also control when, how often I use it, to the point where I can make it something healthy and good for me mm-hmm. and i know mm-hmm. i can get locked in like mindless scrolling and oh. sometimes i'll go through and I'll be like "Ooh," Catch and i'll yourself. and i'll tell myself, myself okay diane you are mindlessly scrolling is there something else you could do right now or do you really just want to be on instagram for a brain break mm-hmm. and usually i can oh i can go do my laundry or oh, I can start my workout earlier, mm-hmm. or, oh, I can work on this assignment. And then mm-hmm. I stop, and it's okay, and I don't beat myself up about it because it is quite natural to get into that stream, just, mm-hmm. you know, yay, dopamine, yay, yay, dopamine, me me.
0: dopamine,
1: <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> I love you. <laughs> but I can get nom, it, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> I can get that. <laughs> in other ways mm-hmm. that can be more beneficial. Yeah, in more and more healthy. Sometimes, ways. yeah. And sometimes it's fun to go on and find fun things that oh, yeah. my friends will enjoy and I know they'll get a laugh out of I love sending I videos. To I you. can't
0: see you all the time, but mm-hmm.
1: I wanna so it can you make know, you laugh. I'm thinking of you and mm-hmm. yeah. Which is a good wonderful yeah. thing.
0: I honestly think that my aversion to it is <laughs> is kind of a bit of, like, PTSD from how it kind of fucked me up after college. Mm. And I'm not saying social media did it in and of itself. It was the way I used social media and the way that I perceived myself. Like, there's a combo and stuff. I really need to talk to my therapist about this. This is on the next docket of stuff. Um, why I'm so, like, <laughs> nervous about social media even now. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, if it doesn't serve, you know, beyond the purpose of... Sharing videos with you and other friends, like you wouldn't use it I at really, all. I, yeah I mean i i don't I don't need to post about my life to get validation that it's worth living mm-hmm. I don't have anything that I'm really sharing artistically at the moment, so you know maybe when I get my book published, I might start a page or something i was
1: I was gonna do ask, something like that because you do have creative projects that you're working on,
0: you have a book that you're
1: working on. would you? use it solely for that mayhaps. Potentially. Without having the pressure of doing the other stuff. But then also knowing that people do want to see you
0: as you as well. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Whilst you market your your loot, your product. So I might have a page just for the book itself. Mm -hmm. So anything that has to do with it. But I don't feel the need to be posting about my life okay and i and i i don't know if that's a little aversion to the way that i perceived it before where i was just like hunting for likes and hunting for comments and just making sure that you know i was getting acceptance um or if that's just because i don't think i need it i mean there's some people who don't have social media i know a bunch of people who just don't even have social media at all yeah so it's not like it's a necessary thing to live it's just sort of how you use it and what's your intention for using it
1: right and if you feel you don't need it then you yeah. don't
0: need it or want it and like you have one because you're you're a brand in and of yourself because you're a musical artist so you know you you kind of have to have like yeah. posts about your life and what you're doing yeah. because it's it's just a part of the whole the process whole process of <laughs> yeah so i better embrace so, it so it makes Aww. sense yeah And, you know, other people have ones, you know, because they want to show family and friends what's going on in their life. Like, I'm not saying that I didn't like looking at, you know, what my sister was up to or what friends were up to. Like, it is nice to see that things are going well, especially when I'm in such a good mental place right now. Yeah. That it's I look at their stuff and I'm not envious. I'm not. You can enjoy it. I'm not thinking that, oh, well, I haven't accomplished anything. So it is comparing, whether it's envy or not. It's like I, I don't have the need to compare. So instead, I'm more happy for them. Which is good. It is good. And and I think it's a better place. And maybe I'm just a little, again, shy, gun shy of starting up a new account or anything. But honestly, <clears> I don't <throat> think I need it.
1: Yeah. And it's not, it's definitely not something you should do if you're,
0: uh, you know, yeah. ambivalent about
1: it anyway. Yeah. Because it is. Take some level of commitment mm-hmm. if you're gonna use it. If but, you're depending on how you're gonna use it, this is true. Yeah, because actually, I do have a, a few friends who don't post anything, but they're still yeah. like actively sending reels and things like that. Like me, <laughs> I don't post anything <laughs> <Yes>. anymore. <laughs> but
0: yeah, yeah, it's interesting. So, but that external validation, I think that's a big thing with social media, is because. Oh god. It is. It's it's people look at your pictures and they like them or they love them now or I don't think there's a dislike button is there? Mm, I don't, I don't know if think it upgraded so. <laughs> or downgraded to that. <laughs> but yeah, that I think that that's a mix into the mentality of it is that external validation. And I think that we we talked about in the 30s about, you know, getting more confidence in yourself and realizing that you can trust yourself and I think that external validation phase kind of fades a little, yeah. But it doesn't for some people because there are people still out there sending dick pics for ratings. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> we're on the dick pic, we're portion, on the
1: dick pic of portion of the, the episode. episode.
0: <laughs> dun dun dun! But we dick ta- dick dick! We talked about that in a prior episode, and really briefly though. Really briefly, but we we. Had that, you know, external validation type of conversation. And, yeah, we said we were going to talk about it. And I think we should. Okay. Social media, I think, is a part of it. It is. It's it's a layer of external validation.
1: And I think it's also a maturity thing as well. Okay. That plays into it. Because when you're younger, you're very much... They're mature young people. 100%. But still wanting or feeling that they need validation of mm. their parents, their teachers, whatever mm. it is, da 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 da. Um, but the older you get and the more the more you know and learn yourself, then you can feel more confident in yourself, which is an internal thing. yeah, And then you don't need to put that pressure on yourself to seek external. Validation. And if you genuinely enjoy and like, in terms of social media, having it and putting your stuff out there, because you just enjoy it, Mm -hmm. then you do it, and it's all good. But you also know you're coming at it from this is just because I love it. It's not Mm -hmm. because secretly I want to make sure I get fifty likes, yeah, and seventy comments. And if I don't get those, I'm gonna feel really crappy
0: at the end of my day. Mm And that, yeah, that's a maturity thing and a mindset thing. It's a mindset thing, definitely. Because I think you will know if you, you're you posting things and you, you you say, oh, well, I don't care. But internally, you know. <laughs> you know if you care or I not. only got four likes. No. I am worthless. worthless. I am worthless. Yeah. But, yeah, so I do think our society, unfortunately, has gotten to the point maybe it is hollywood maybe it is social media I mean, it's just a combination of the technology and just the the visualization of everything going on all at once but i do think that we are more uh insecure as as a whole as a culture
1: mm-hmm.
0: i i do think that we have shows that make us insecure Honestly, I'm thinking of the Kardashians. <laughs> I've never watched the show, but I know a lot of people are obsessed with them. Uh, and I just think that the way that they're obsessed is for that comparison reason. They're looking at what they have that other, you know, that they might not have. Mm-hmm. And... You see, it works for them. It works for them. Like, I'm not trying to to snuff anybody's lifestyle. I (laughs) really am not trying to. But it's just sort of, that's their life. (laughs) Why does it have to be yours? If that's what you want, okay. I mean, you you can try your best to work for it. But I do think that's a level of that external validation of just sort of this image of what success is and how I'm not getting it. So I need to be like, I need to post that I got this new car and show everybody so that I can get that, that like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm as good as these people. Huh. And I need to, to, you know, to get whatever surgery or do whatever makeup trend, because it's going to make me like those yeah. people. Okay. So it's almost like a comparison thing, but it's an external thing. Again, it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's constantly in your face, so it's hard. It's hard to do. It is to just block that <laughs> and do your own thing because you have but to figure is, out what your own thing but is. But it is
1: possible because I will say I have watched the Kardashians. Oh, oh you have and enjoy the Kardashians. Oh, you do. Okay, I, well, do well, I just insulted her. The, <laughs> no, but I didn't find it insulting. But from the just. How? Because I'm always interested in people's dynamics, and especially okay. a bigger family. Because my family was just my mom and I, and mm-hmm. dogs. So I'm always <laughs> just interested in siblings and how they work off each other.
0: And obviously, it's not like I was like, oh, that's <laughs> a that's a generic sibling relationship. I am sure. Stop it! Stop
1: it! <laughs> and I know it's you know made for TV highly produced mm-hmm. but it's still funny it's still funny to see people doing whatever people are thinking they are supposed to be doing and interacting with each other and the thing is when i would watch it i would still see the human ness yeah of them mm-hmm. despite all the makeup and the high production value and all that stuff mm-hmm. It's like at the end of the of day, they're this is a family doing the best with what they've got, and that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very true. And they get to be together, mm-hmm. and it's not always, you know, there's conflict, and mm-hmm. and it's not, you know, necessarily. Oh yeah, that's totally my life, one hundred percent. But <laughs> you know, you can always find some way you can relate to them
0: yeah i just think there is like that they get put on a pedestal i don't think they really put themselves there they, they kind of milk it <laughs> they milk that they're on the pedestal but i do think that society has thrown them up there and in doing that it kind of makes a lot of people insecure because they're not up there it
1: can 100 percent
0: But it doesn't have to be that It doesn't. It doesn't. It's an internal mindset. It is is up to all of us to kind of have that mindset Mm -hmm. of just sort of, you know, what I want my life to be, what I care about, the the likes that I would give myself, Mm -hmm. (laughs) rather than if I am like this external thing. Yeah. And that is acceptable. That's what makes my life worth living. And, yeah.
1: And to to what you are saying in terms of how we're conditioned in society, we are inundated so much with so much visual mm-hmm. information. And I definitely, it has taken me some time to adjust, and I think I'm still adjusting to being in the States because there is just so much more visual inundation of information yeah. that I was getting when I was back in Eswatini and it's like oh man (laughs) it's a lot Mm -hmm. man I'm really glad that I sort of was in a place that the frequency was a little lower yeah (laughs) because you can breathe you can hear your own thoughts you can have that time Mm -hmm. with yourself figuring out yourself self-reflecting and existing without that oh my gosh I'm seeing this I'm seeing
0: this I'm seeing that da 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 Mm -hmm. and how it it very much can be super, super overwhelming. I, we're going to go over on this episode right now. I'm just warning you guys because on top of the visual side, mm-hmm. I really do want to talk about the verbal side as well. Okay. Because I think that's where I, I think a lot of my insecurities came from when I was younger is I needed verbal validation that I was enough, that uh. I was Doing enough, so I would always like seek that out. Mm-hmm. Even though I'd act, I, I I was an actress. I was a little actress. I, I even though I'd act like, oh yeah, like I don't need that, whatever. But I <laughs> thrived on it. I thrived <laughs> on somebody telling me I did a good job. Someone telling me that I did great. And I I had this conversation with my dad, and I'm sure he's not going to mind me talking about it. But uh, I went to counseling when I was a bit younger, and I was told to have a talk with him about one of the things that he used to say to me, mm-hmm. which was I, I'd come home and I, I'd get like a hundred on my test or something. And I would show it to him looking for that, that validation. And he would say, well, why didn't you get 110? He was joking. He was absolutely joking. But, but you internalized but it. I like... internalized it as never enough, <sighs> never enough. So yeah, they they're, they're and, and I thrived on that that verbal confirmation that, that I was worthy. Mm-hmm. But it's not an external thing. It just as much as the images and me matching those images or those words saying that I am worth something. Yeah. It's just not. Those didn't have anything to do it with it in the end. Mm-hmm. It was all what I thought of myself and that internal struggle that I needed to. kind of of go through. And I still go through. I don't think anybody's really perfect with it because we're human.
1: No, 100%. I catch myself sometimes wanting the verbal validation that my mom would give me. So it feels Mm -hmm. like completely familiar Mm -hmm. and wanting to get that. And my mom passed away and I'm living with my godparents and sort of also feeling within myself, oh, I'm not getting the same validation in the same way I would get and that was still sometimes feels really Mm. like Mm off-putting because then I can go into oh I guess I'm not doing well enough even though I totally am and everything's good and Mm -hmm. and all of that but it's just you get into that cycle because yeah yeah we we are humans and we do have the things we are attached to and the things that we learn to think oh, well, this is a part of me. And if somebody comments on this aspect of me in this way, that's good, because it's like, oh, they see me. But ultimately, it's you just have to be comfortable in yourself and seeing yourself how you want to, and you can't actually expect other people to do it, because not Mm -hmm. everybody will be able to do that. And that's okay, and that's life.
0: But it's a painful lesson to learn. (laughs) It is painful. (laughs) I mean, in the end, we're humans are social creatures yeah we thrive in groups so in order to be a part of the group you have to adapt to you know the rules and standards of the group and our society has become so globalized that our group is huge so those groups that those those micro groups that you want to belong to have those certain standards mm-hmm. and getting that external validation, getting that confirmation that you are a part of this group, is almost necessary for survival. I think it's instinctual in a way, but mm. That's so it almost goes against you know our very nature to be like, okay, we'll be more individualistic, which the world is becoming more now. So it, it's such a weird cosmos that is colliding right now. It is very
1: weird. I mean. I have something different to say on that, which is sort of my unique experience, which is why I find I'm attached more to wanting the approval of the people who I care about the most Mm -hmm. and feel like, oh, I love you, like you're in my life, I choose you. Because I grew up sort of receiving messages that I was actually not a part of the wider society Mm -hmm. that I was quote unquote, supposed to belong to. Mm-hmm. So I don't have that same like thing in me, but I can see other people. I think you do a have little it, bit. But I have with it with tribe. You, you made your own tribe. In I'm, in, I'm in
0: the process of making my tribe. But you, you have those people in your life that you are, you know, you don't need validation from, but when it comes from them, makes you feel good right but
1: there's a difference in like the family side and then like the wider society yeah because I don't necessarily look at something and assume oh I'm gonna find like what my next thing to work up towards Mm -hmm. is gonna be because I just have this natural like oh I'm 100% Mm -hmm. separate
0: and that's so nice. you that, might you probably have thing. more internal peace than a lot well, of us. Well, it it
1: does feel very freeing mm-hmm. but also a bit scary because other people have that. Yeah. And I can't always feel like an outlier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I have always inherently always felt like an outsider looking in. Mm-hmm. With music I don't feel it as much, which mm-hmm. I think is why I like it so much and I sort of need it to feel like oh, I can be part of the wider group, I do have mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. to offer, but it's not necessarily going to be in that traditional way
0: yeah i mean it's 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 complicated i life life is very it's complicated. Crazy. We do search for that external validation. I do think there is a part of us that innately does it. Um, mm-hmm. I just think that our societal standards have changed so drastically that some of the standards that we look up to are not what's particularly best for us
1: but that's something and i think we have
0: to kind of learn ourselves
1: this is one of the countries i've been to where there is a lot of pressure
0: yeah in that in that way so oh yeah and i'm sorry i mean it's just it is what it is (laughs) is and i I, i think that is honestly why we have such high rates of suicide i think that's why we have such high rates of depression and anxiety now i think social media might not have been the only cause of it but it's definitely a contributing factor mm-hmm. because it just widens the net of that need of external validation and yeah it's it's just it's complicated because i don't think there's one right answer of fixing it there's no like setting an age limit before your kids get social media maybe that'll help you know maybe maybe it will help uh i don't know but what- it's
1: also modeling behavior because if you hear your, like, family group um, comment on other people, too, you also get into that mm-hmm. loop of comparing and then seeing where oh, they find their external validation. Oh, so yeah. So I should also find it. Oh, because yeah. Because it's, you know, built in ingrained. But it's just something that is learned. So it can be yeah, unlearned. Pass-
0: and And it can be passed down to better generations. Like, you know, just... I think a lot of the millennials now are, are trying to heal themselves when <laughs> we do that reparenting stuff. Yeah. Even if our parents weren't terrible, like, reparenting still. is still, like, you know, because they had their traumas. They had their stuff that they passed down to us. So it's sort mm-hmm. of maybe we can help the next generation be a little better. Uh, who knows? Like, technology is just growing so fast and there's just so much change. And the, There is. I don't know if but there's human also, brains can keep up. Like There's
1: also... More access to things. So if you yeah. get to a point where, hey, I need this resource mm-hmm. because I want to change something in my life, you have access you do. to that. You do. Which is a beautiful thing. And don't discount our human brains because they are very, very powerful. Oh, we I just know don't know how to use them because oh, y- we haven't oh, yes. been taught to.
0: But again, those resources are out there. It's just the rate at which, like, I do think that the human brain is amazing and I just think that technology is growing so fast that it's hard for us to keep up. And especially, like, laws and systems that we've put in place are not keeping up with the mm-hmm. way technology is affecting us. Like I said, social media, we were guinea pigs. Like, we didn't realize maybe what exactly was going to happen and exactly the, the consequences. Whether, you know, globalization was great but yeah. there are higher rates of depression and anxiety now and i do really think that technology is a contributor for that a big contributor for that do you think it could be part of a solution
1: so it's not 100%
0: doom and gloom? 100% it could be it's just how we shape it into the positive it's it's again i don't have the answers I I don't mean to end what? this on a, on a doom and gloom. You don't have
1: all the answers. I really
0: don't mean to end That's this insane. on doom and gloom. Because no, I, it's, I,
1: it's thought provoking. Yeah. It's I, not
0: I all doomy and gloomy. I do really, really think there are such positive aspects of social media. But there's always that backhand of it. It just sort of, if it's not utilized in the right way, and we can't trust really companies to. Utilize it in the right way Because they're just off to make a profit So it's sort of like We have to figure it out as a society Exactly what we need to do with it Right how we need to be utilizing it
1: To be fair It does take society a while To
0: to move into things take a little time So
1: start with what you can Start with Which is yourself And on an individual level Uh, Individual level Just We're
0: going down from society
1: Individual Be intentional about what you're using how you're using it how it makes you feel and reflect and if it doesn't uplift you if it doesn't bring you joy if it doesn't help you move towards your goals in life then reevaluate it yep and switch up your time and do what you need to do because you don't need to be fixed to your patterns yeah you can get out of them Mm -hmm. and if every individual thinks like that then you can change things. Yeah. I think about we'll be faster. here in 30
0: years. <laughs> so what about that Instagram? <laughs> I give you snappy, snap snaps for that. Yes. Yes. Okay. Thanks. this is a, this went like double our usual time but yeah you know it, i still like that you threw in dick pics
1: i think that was the <laughs> the highlight of this episode this the highlight. all the
0: doom and gloom and then there's dick pics this is
1: actually you should call this dick pic sandwich because it was sort of right in the middle of the episode and then it was serious stuff and then serious stuff serious sandwich serious dicks. bread serious bread dick pic oh it is meat <laughs> Meat sandwich. This meat is the name sandwich. of the episode. Stop it. On These that people lovely, are tired. On that lovely We love note. you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> see you next
0: week. Thanks for listening to Millennials, Millennials in a Box. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to like, subscribe, or comment. And hopefully, we will see you next week.